You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. This is Jonathan Cook, host and producer of Gather by the Ghost Light. I just want to give you a quick note before we dive into today's episode. So what you're about to hear is a recording we did in front of a live audience at our first live event last month on October 21st at Le Chat Noir Theater in Augusta, Georgia. Now, the play we recorded is called Kingdom, and this is actually Act 2. So, if you have not heard the episode of Act 1 and you want to get the full story, you might want to listen to that one first. Now, if you've already listened to Act 1 and you're ready for Act 2, here you go. This is Act 2 of Kingdom, recorded in front of a live audience on October 21st at Le Chat Noir Theater in Augusta, Georgia. Back in the throne room of King Amado, guard Ebenezer Bellywax is standing with Estelle, who is pacing nervously. There's an awkward silence, and then... King Amado is very excited about this, miss. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, he told me there's only three times in your life when you're guaranteed to have your name in the newspaper. When you're born, when you get married, and when you die. Indeed, indeed. So he certainly takes advantage of opportunities like this, you know, where he doesn't have to die or get married. He's even more excited about this than the secret weapon project he's currently building. What? He's building a weapon? Tell me about it. Oh, well, it's got these um, greenish areas along the sides. <laughs> with um, uh, oh, various like shades of... Um, now, wait a second. This is a secret project. I'm not supposed to be sharing that information with you. Ebenezer Bellywax. You filthy thief. You guilty little squirrel-witted dung chaser. Have you gone mad waving your arms about like that? Can't you see we have a guest? I know it was you. Me what? I had a full plate of scones sitting in the break room and you stole them. Oh, I did no such thing. Wipe those lies off your lips, you baboon-faced bandit. (laughs) How dare you? I said what I said. Uh, I said I didn't do it. Oh, yeah? 
What I have a one eyewitness that says he saw you take them. Well, all of them. Well, well, don't you think perhaps you should get a witness with two eyes? <laughs> yeah, it would make your accusation much more credible. Well, I also have some pretty suspicious evidence against you. Yes, but wouldn't ugly suspicious evidence be a bit more damning? Uh, ah! Look at that! On your collar. Crumbs. Are you calling me a liar? That would be too kind of a word for what you are. Uh, uh, excuse me, guys. Don't forget, you have a guest. Oh, yep. T terribly sorry, miss. We Our emotions get the best of us sometimes. <laughs> Maybe you. All right, that's it. Uh, hey, hey, let, let go of me. What? You stop. You let go of me. All right, His Majesty's here. Now just stand up straight and get that dumb look off your face. Your face is dumb. Shh. And it smells. <laughs> Miss Avery. What a thrill it is that you're here. When they told me you wanted to do a story in the King's Wine, well, I must admit, at first I took offense. I thought they meant wine like I'm a big whiny baby or something. Well, <laughs> um. then they explained that you were referring to wine as in a drink. <laughs> I'm sorry for the miscommunication. Yes, I want to do a story on the Royal Winery. Excellent. I've just returned from the palace cellar and I brought what looks like uh, three of our best. Surely you can't review the king's wine without tasting a sample and, uh, oh, I see you've met Herman and Ebenezer, our most trusted guards. I, <laughs> I hope these two were good company in my absence. Ah, uh, yes, a very spirited duo there. Thank you, sirs. You're dismissed. She called us spirits. What do you suppose she meant by that? Oh, you, you probably frightened her with all your arm waving. <laughs> so, how shall we begin? Perhaps a few standard opening questions like King Amato. How did you get so handsome? <laughs> Or what will it take for me to receive a kiss under the waning moon? I beg your pardon? Oh, you can come off it. It's just the two of us now. This is an interview about the winery. The king's winery? <laughs> you really want to continue with such a silly charade? I know why you're here. You do? Miss Avery, you're not the first lady that has deceivingly made her way into the palace to try to win my charm. <laughs> I'm afraid good looks can be such a burden sometimes. You're mistaken. Your Majesty. Um, the Kingdom Press has instructed me. Right, right, of course. That would be true if it were, in fact, uh, true. But do you really think they would have been, that you would have been allowed into the castle if we hadn't already contacted your employer? They know nothing of you coming here. 
Well, um... The King's Winery? No doubt a fine subject, considering it hasn't been covered in years, from what I understand. But there's a reason for that. It was shut down because too many of the workers were drinking on the job. <laughs> what are the odds, right? I see that you're a man of great intellect. You figured me out. Ah, there it is. There's the truth. And you know what? The truth is attractive. I like you, Miss Avery. Oh, um, yes, and I am very fond of you, too, Kinemardo. Uh, the wine interview was just a clever ploy to get you to share a drink with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, clever doesn't seem like the right word. That implies your plan worked. In a way, it did. You are going to share some of your bottles with me, right? You'll have to forgive me. I don't know much about wine. I just grabbed the first three I saw with interesting pictures on the label. As one does, am I right? <laughs> All right, here we go. This one has a picture of an evil horse on it. Why do you say the horse is evil? Look at his face. He's angry. His eyes are slanted like he's mad at the world. You don't think good horses can be angry from time to time? I suppose they could be. Says here, bottled by the Bellywax family. Well, how about that? The guard that was just in here earlier is a Bellywax. I wonder if this is his family's line. Shall we drink? You really are a striking woman, Miss Avery. <laughs> More than you know. <laughs> oh, oh, what is that other bottle I see uh, behind you? In the basket there. Is that a limited edition Lion's Roar special you have there? I'm not familiar with the brand. Maybe you should, um, turn around and look, just to be sure. You never know. I suppose you're right. Oh, no, no, not that one. <laughs> the one behind you. Can you turn around and uh, take a look for me? I do adore a Lion's Roar special. Sure thing, Miss Avery. Let's see here. It doesn't say Lion's Roar. All right, just one pill should do the trick. Here we go. What was that? Uh, uh, pillow peak? Yes, that's what I was trying to think of. Do you have any pillow peak white blends back there? Well, let's see. This one has a picture of a mermaid on it. Or did you mean this one? No, that has a picture of a grassy meadow with a giant in the background. Hey. He doesn't look so menacing, all itty-bitty on a bottle like this. Well, hello, little giant. Not so threatening now, are you? <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's not a giant, that's a windmill. But nope, uh, no pillow peak white blends in this batch. Oh, wait, wait, don't turn back around yet. Why? I uh, have uh, a surprise, just... A few more seconds. Oh, okay. I, I like this little game. <laughs> Come on, hurry up. Dissolve. So, turn towards you now? No, not yet. Oh my, this is exciting. <laughs> Three, two, one, and... Okay, you can turn back now. Well, all right. 
Okay, I'm ready. Ready for what? Surprise. Oh, yes. Uh, um, surprise. <laughs> so the surprise was just you saying surprise. <laughs> mm -hmm. Shall we drink? Absolutely. Cheers. Good news, sir. Oh! Your letter has been delivered to Werner, and the secret project matches your design blueprints perfectly. You have the most awful timing, Leon. I was about to share a drink with this lovely damsel. Oh, I'm sorry. They didn't tell me you had a guest. Miss Avery. Miss <laughs> 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 Avery. Please allow me to introduce Leon Crumbles. How do you do, miss? Fine, thank you. Leon here is our... Leon here is our palace jester. Oh, how exciting! You know, I still don't fully understand this term, jester. I mean, the word jest isn't a commonly used verb nowadays. Did you jest today? Did you jest yesterday? Yes? No? Maybe I'll jest later? I just don't like it. Can we try calling you something else? What would you prefer, your majesty? You're here to crack jokes, right? Sometimes. Right. I guess. How about we start calling you Leon the Cracker? <laughs> or, or, Leon the Jokester. Ooh, Leon the Jokester, I like it. No, I don't mind Jester, really. Oh, I got it. Leon the Joke Specialist. <laughs> now, now tell me that doesn't sound important. It's a little long, sir. Ah, uh, you'll get used to it. Uh, tell me, do you always have your court jester, I mean, joke specialist, reporting on secret projects? Of course. They're the best people to report on classified information. Everyone sees him as a fool. Look at him. Just look at him. Yeah. No one would ever believe anything he says if he tried to ruin the surprise of my secret project. Oh, Leon, I'd like to travel to Werner tomorrow to see the progress myself. I know you feel like you've been on a fool's errand. <laughs> but you've done well. Here, Leon, take this glass and join us in some fine wine. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't drink that. <gasps> oh. oh. Are you okay, Miss Avery? I'm fine. That was a nasty fall. I'm sorry, I didn't think you'd mind if Leon had a little. I was only going to give him one glass. There'll be plenty more for us. I mean, um, he just... He looks like he has a... a wine allergy. Is that right? Uh, well, I, I don't quite know. I've actually never drank wine before. I, I do take a lot of vitamins, though, so I have a great deal of confidence in my immune system. But, but... <laughs> But I can see it. Yes, come over here, King. Let me show you. See his skin's texture? Yeah. It's perfectly clear that you should steer away from any wine offerings. Do you see it too, Your Majesty? Well, um... <laughs> Trust me. It's, it's there. In the skin. Literally. 
See, before becoming a journalist, I worked in the medical field, and you better believe that I've seen wine allergies go very badly. There was one gentleman who had such a bad allergic reaction that he fell into a coma, and then when he woke up, he walked sideways for a full year and thought that everyone's name was Irving. Well, in that case, thank you, sir. But I think I'll pass. King Amado, here to report that Leon has returned from Werner, sir, with good news regarding your... Oh, I see Leon's already presented himself. Ebenezer, I was just talking about you. Estelle, this is the one I mentioned earlier who's from the Bellywax family. You don't say. Here, take a look at this. Was this wine bottled by your family? Oh, indeed, sir. My father's been making wine ever since I can remember. He worked in the King's Vineyard for many years until it was shut down, but then he ventured off on his own. Looks like you have a bottle of the Grand Bellywax Evil Horse Ale in your hands there, sir. <laughs> evil horse, you say? Are you sure he's just not an angry, good-natured horse? Absurd. All horses are evil, so everyone knows that. <laughs> it's in their genes. The Evil Horse Ale is the best product in the Bellywax line, in my opinion. By all means, this goblet is yours. In honor of your family's long service in the royal vineyard. Oh, wow. Wait! Wait! Uh, 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 don't drink that. I think, I think uh, that you may have a, a wine allergy. Another with wine allergies? Uh, I'm not allergic to anything, miss. Uh, plus, I've been drinking wine ever since I was in my mother's womb. <laughs> Still has that evil horse taste. Flavorful. Just like liquid hooves. <laughs> oh dear. He just collapsed like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> Whoa! Oh. That wine must have a lot of horsepower. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I get it. That, that was a good, that was a good one, Leon. But, but no, this must be the allergic reactions. Ah, good thing I didn't touch the stuff. What do we do, Miss Avery? I'm sorry. You said you dealt with this sort of thing before you were a journalist. Uh, yes, yes, of course. I, uh, I, hmm. Um, I don't feel a heartbeat. <laughs> I think his allergy killed him. Or is this like that coma you mentioned earlier? Oh, I hope not. I don't think I could ever get used to being called King Irving. You should have listened to your warning. Yes, uh, well, I think I must be going. I've got to start piecing together an obituary. You know, just in case. You never know. Ebenezer Bellywax, was it? Yes. Okay, um, just... Keep monitoring him and see if he comes out of it. Well, what's your medical advice? How do we know if he's dead or in a coma? Uh, right. Um, uh, he'll start smelling dead in a day or so if he's dead. <laughs> Gotta go. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
This is going to be a tough call, sir. I know. You already had a dreadful stench to begin with. What an awful situation. A sedative meant for the king was instead consumed by his most trusted royal guard. Back at the Moss residence, Corbin, Kaylee, and Henry are pacing in the room, waiting to hear if Estelle succeeded or not. How do you think it's going? We won't know anything until she returns. We put together a solid plan that Estelle is a quick thinker. Still, I wish you would have waited for us to return before sending her off like that. Well, I had no idea when you'd be back, and she was really excited about it. She said that she'd always dreamed of being on a dangerous spy mission. Perhaps if we hadn't had to trek up the side of a mountain to visit a sage, we could have been here to work things out with you. It was for the best. So you did visit a sage. Yes, he was amazing. He wasn't a sage, okay? He was just a a really good guesser. Well, what all did he say? Not in front of Oz. Did he tell you if your plan to dethrone King Amato was going to fail or not? What? Kaylee, you told him? I never said a word, I swear it. I knew it! You have the gift, Corbin! I've been telling you for years that your son is unique and special, and here it is, revealed for all of you. We didn't have to climb that mountain after all. Oswaldo is a wise old sage himself. Yes, Henry. It is I, the wise old sage, and I have a wise prediction for you. You do? Well, tell me, what is it? I predict that these walls are terribly thin, and I can hear everything you people say from my room. Oz, you should have told us that you knew. I didn't see the point. Just know that our plan was formulated with the best of intentions. Is this something that might be written in the history books one day? What are the consequences if your plan fails? Well, according to the sage, Estelle is going to be fine. It should work out. Did he say your plan is going to be fine or Miss Avery is going to be fine? Well, uh, Henry, he did say everything was going to work out, right? The walls are terribly thin. Hear everything from a bedroom. What are you doing? Oswaldo gave me a most cryptic prediction. Just give me a few more minutes. I'm pretty good at figuring these things out. Corbin, Henry, I've got news. What is it? I just saw Deke Harvey being arrested by the palace guards. (gasps) Oh, they must know. Well, just call the whole thing off. No, it's not that. They were saying something about wanting to see his license to sell his products. And? The certificate he provided them had expired, and he had no evidence of renewing. What? That's horrible! I really hope it was still in good standing when he sold me the color blue. Wait a second, that doesn't even look like Deke's signature. No, okay. They took him to the palace dungeon? I suppose so, sir. It took six guards to bring him in. Oh, no. Well, don't tell us he tried to fight back. I'm sure that only made it worse. Deke never seemed like much of a fighter. No, he wasn't fighting, just talking. He managed to convince four of the guards that they didn't have the correct style and color of armor to be making arrests. By the time the fifth guard approached, the first guard had figured out that he'd been duped and joined back in. He then said to both of them, 
We all know that tadpoles swim on an empty stomach. <laughs> if a license expires, this that's nothing more than tadpoles swimming on a full stomach, am I right? What does that even mean? I don't know, sir, but the way he said it made both the guards nod in agreement and go walking off. Finally, a sixth guard approached with his ears covered like this so that he couldn't hear Mr. Harvey speaking, and they managed to arrest him and bring him to the palace. Well, what can we do? Do you think they'll torture him and make him reveal everything about our plot? No, Henry, they would have no reason to even question him about any of this. It's a bit unfortunate, but com completely unrelated. Have no worries. I've already decided to represent him in the king's court. I'll get him out of this. Oh, thank goodness. It's me, Estelle. This is all just a total mess. What happened? Did it work? Did the king drink the sedative? Well, someone drank it. But it wasn't the king. Oh, who? One of the castle guards. Bellywax, I think they call him. What? My friend across the river is a bellywax. His dad is a guard. Did you poison my friend's dad? Oh, let's not get overexcited here. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. This is all going so terribly wrong. What are we going to do? Just let me think. <sighs> Can you still get into the castle? I know we can't try the poison thing again, but maybe something else that... Well, I overheard him say that he's about to travel to Werner for a few days. Oh, no. We may have missed our only opportunity, then. You do know there's only one road that leads to Werner, right? Yeah, the, the Nightingale Path, straight through the Quenga Forest. Henry, are you thinking what I'm thinking? All you can eat pigeon wings tonight at the Feathered Tavern? <laughs> no, the card. The card. The card? Linny, the... <gasps> No. You're friends with a guy that calls himself a dragon slayer? Who is that? Well, it's a lady. A fierce warrior, apparently. She's the sister of that crazy old mountain guy. Lenny is a dueler. And Duncan's been doing some research, and according to his book, the king must accept all duels, right? Well, only if the challenger recites the proper phrase. Uh, uh, yes, it's written here. If he says this phrase and this phrase alone, then a king cannot back down and must accept. Okay, but we're not out for blood here. Jeremy said his sister was a master warrior. We're only trying to make it look like the king is dead, just long enough for Estelle to publish a story. We aren't really trying to kill him. What if he requests this warrior not to use deadly weapons? Maybe just knock the king out for a bit. And when the king's people see him fall, they won't know if he's actually dead or not. It could work. And... If it helps, I can write up the story ahead of time. And that way, as soon as he falls, it can immediately be sent, on, sent off to the Furnters. Well, I suppose it, it's all we got this time. But we just need to make sure everything happens as it's written, so that I don't have to make any last-minute revisions. It might be your last hope, Dad. <sighs> Henry, go get us a Dragon Slayer. Hello, it is Ryan And I was on a flight the other day Playing one of my favorite social spin slot games On ChumbaCasino.com I looked over at the person sitting next to me And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Dragon Slayer now at their side, the team of rebels travel to the Nightingale Path to confront the king and his entourage. The birds sing. Horses gallop. And guard Herman isn't feeling very well. Whoa. Whoa! Hey, guard Herman, you don't look well. Are you sure you're all right? Yes, well, um... Oh, please, please don't let the other guards see me like this. Why have we stopped again? What are you doing? I can't help it, sir. It's the horseback riding. All that bouncing and hopping about, it gets to the pit in me belly every time. And I think me horse in particular is an angry fella. He keeps looking at me funny. Not, not angry, evil. All horses are evil. They're always plotting something. Horses are evil? Yes, it's in their genes. Now hurry it up. I didn't notice my horse was wearing any jeans. You there! I'm looking for the one they call King Amado. I'm the king here. Who are you? Be careful, sir. She's armed. Shall I get the other guards? My name is Lenny, the Dragon Slayer. Never heard of her. Perhaps you've heard of one of my other names. I'm also known as Lenny the Dragon Destroyer. Lenny the Dragon Fighter. Wow. Also Lenny the Dragon's soul crusher. And Leo, the cringe of 16 misfits. Oh, I've heard of the Leo one. Have you really trained in fighting dragons? I'm an expert in the art of dragon slaughter. I don't quite understand that. Why would you train so hard to fight a creature that doesn't exist? (laughs) (laughs) The words of a silly mortal. A dragon can come into existence at any moment. You were once non-existent yourself. Hmm. Fair enough. Now, let's get on with it. Get on with what? Our duel. Lenny, Lenny, wait, 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 wait. Duncan says you have to say this phrase to the king exactly as it's worded here or he can decline. Remember, we need him to accept, so make sure that you say the words in that exact order, okay? 
Who's that hiding? Who's that hiding in the bushes? Never What's mind. Going on here. Never mind her. Prepare yourself, King Amato, for you will not be able to resist these words once I say them to you. This sacred passage enticing all noblemen who hear it. Are you ready? I challenge you to a duel. Hold up, that's the secret passage. Did it strike fear into your soul, mortal? You know, I was just expecting something a little bit more poetic, because that's, that's all. Now let's get on with it. You want to duel, then, with me? You heard correctly. Wait, 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 wait. Estelle says you have to use a sword. The article she wrote references a sword, not a staff. We got to be exact with the words she wrote in order to speed up the things with the announcements. So give me the staff and take the sword. Okay. No, I said it's the king that has the sword. Lenny needs to keep the staff. Remember, no deadly weapons. Oh, sorry. Here, Lenny, give me the sword and take the staff back. Okay. <laughs> Miss Avery, is that you? Are you part of this too? Well, gotta go. Bye. Uh, I've got a bad feeling about this. No worries, Leon. I've got it under control. Very well, Lenny, my dragon-slaying friend. I accept your duel. Lenny, please remember, no killing, just knock him out. What is going on? How many of you are hiding in the bushes? <laughs> oh, Corbin. Hey, I was hoping I'd run into you. I've got a witching clock that needs some repairs. Is it okay if I drop it off sometime tomorrow? Oh, yeah, of course. Hey, my, my boy was wanting to see a witching clock up close. Oh, actually, I am kind of in the middle of something at the moment, so maybe next week, could we? Oh, oh, sure, no problem. Corbin, as in Corbin Moss, the time repair specialist, the one who has greatly upset Richard Taxman? You have the others with you, too, I see. Is this the full group that has refused to pay my tax outlined in Decree 117? Yeah, we'd love to chat about that, Your Majesty, but, uh, seems like you're a little occupied at the moment. <laughs> Oh, this will be quick. You underestimate my talents, King. But don't you know, I'm a classically trained dragon slayer slayer. <laughs> I've been enhancing my skills in fighting dragon slayers my entire life. But that... Uh, I was not prepared for such a mighty warrior. What? Lenny, no, he's bluffing. He's trying to put doubt into your head. I'm royalty. Don't you think if dragons ever came into existence that a king would do his best to own one? And in owning one, I'd, I'd need to know how to subdue all threats towards my dragon, hence needing to know how to battle incoming dragon slayers? I... Uh, well, perhaps you and I were meant to battle then. Look, uh, Lenny, was it? Maybe there's a way to handle this without all the exhausted swings and dodges. Please allow me to introduce Leon. He's the palace mystic with powers to see into the future. Uh, what? I am? Yes, you are. Oh, right. Now, I am. Now tell us, if we were to fight this duel today, which one of us would win? No. He's lying. Leon is the court jester. I mean... Joke specialist. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Uh. Do you hear that? I can't believe she bought it. You, the jester. Oh, Estelle, you said it yourself. 
Would I really send a jester to handle my classified projects? Well? Well, I don't know. Now, Leon, I ask again. If we fight this duel today, which one of us will win? I see it. The weapons are clashing over and over. Linny uses her brute strength with every strike. One of them makes the king stumble to his knees. Linny moves in for the critical blow. But the king gracefully dodges out of the way. And with Linny's back to him, the king prepares the Gatomati Thrust Maneuver, the award-winning tactic taught to all dragon slayer slayers. <laughs> oh, the brutality. Linny didn't see it coming. Please! Oh, please! I can't watch anymore. Oh, Leon, that's enough. That's all. That's all. Tell, tell us who wins without the gory details. The winner will be King Amado! What? Really? Well, I guess there could only be one victor. I have fought many battles, and this one will stay in my memory for years to come. This is unexpected. <laughs> you are such a brave warrior. Lenny shall forever be a name of honor in my kingdom. Wait, wait, wait that's it? The mystic has declared the winner by singing into the future. <laughs> what more do you want? Oh, but I'm but sorry I... I failed you. But he was a good opponent. And now, I must be on my way. <laughs> now, we all have business to discuss, but first I have something important that I really need to say. You're all under arrest! Gods, take them to the palace! <laughs> no, hey, no! Wait, wait, wait! Uh, hey, get off me! Uh, no, hey, let me go! Stop. Back in King Amato's throne room, the hard-working failure, Richard Taxman, sits alone, extremely sad at the recent turn of events. He's carrying a handwritten letter, and of course, his tax-collecting satchel. Tax-collecting satchel. Ah. My legacy. My old faithful. My trusty satchel. We've had good times together, old friend. But I'm afraid our journey is over. It will be a difficult task to recover after being such a disgrace to his majesty in this kingdom. I'm turning this in. My resignation letter. <laughs> yes, I'm resigning from tax collecting duties. How can I not? To fail at my job is like a dagger being thrust into my heart. Well, maybe not exactly like that, but it's close. It's it may, maybe not the heart, but more like my left shoulder. <laughs> you know, that's what, that's my weaker shoulder. And that's where I carry you on the other. Hmm. So it would hurt a little more in that one. 
and let's go let's go ahead and say that the dagger is probably dull so it wouldn't be go quite all the way through my shoulder less blood that way so to rephrase that to fail at my job is like a dull dagger being repeatedly thrust into my left shoulder actually you know uh, thrust seems like a strong word um okay let's try this again to fail at my job is like a dull dagger repeatedly bumping against my left shoulder. <laughs> yes, I like that. It builds a good solid soreness that way. And that's precisely how I feel. Sore. And of course, deal Satchel, this means that you'll have to resign as well. Oh, so many memories. I can still fondly remember the first time you were placed into my hands by my grandpappy Teletaxman. <laughs> the look on your straps. <laughs> I could tell that you could see the adventures that lied ahead. And adventures we had. Old friend. Wait, where's the uh, exit to this place? I gotta get out of here. Hey, wait, what are you doing here? Oh, oh I, I'm sorry. I, uh, I, uh, I thought this room was a dungeon. Uh, my mistake. Where are the gods that were watching you? Well, they left me alone. I sold each of them a song title, and now they're all rushing down to the minstrel's gallery to set up royalty payments. This castle doesn't have a minstrel gallery. That's okay. The songs don't exist either, mm. but uh, maybe, just maybe, they'll be inspired to write them now since they already own the rights. You did that thing with your words again, didn't you? What thing? You do that thing with your voice to make people listen, but what you say is just garbage. Still, they listen. Garbage? Are you kidding me? If garbage only came in three flavors, would a minstrel really sing a song about it? I don't suppose so. Wait a minute! See? There, there! You did it again! How do you do it? All right, taxman, look. Come here. Look, I'm a salesman, and that... They teach that little maneuver in Salesman's Guild. It's a little trick called Sensitone. Only about 5% of those in the guild are ever able to master it. It's a secret little trick you do with your voice to make anything you say sound convincing and reasonable. Even when it's nonsense. The less sense it makes, the better. Just remember, every duck has a pair of legs and every pair of legs has a set of ducks. Very true. Please, you must teach me. I came here to leave my resignation letter for the king, but if I had your skills, if I could do this sensitone trick, well, I could be the best tax collector this land has ever seen. Well, by the looks of you, it'll take a lot of practice, my friend. But you can get there. For now, you should consider not resigning. Well, even a man with hairy toes can carry a flag to a party, am I right? <laughs> what? That's ridiculous. Wait, oh, oh I, oh, I see. Right, you tried to... I see what you did there. <laughs> no, no good? Not enough nonsense? Ah, well, I'll keep working at it. I like this. This is fun. <laughs> Richard Taxman, victory is ours. And you, who are you? <laughs> That's Deke Harvey, your majesty. Deke Harvey? What are you doing in here? We were just having a bit of a chat, sire. Why are you back so soon? I thought you were traveling to Werner today. I was, but we encountered your rivals from the tax revolt. Corbin Moss? Yes. Oh, 
You were a part of that too, weren't you? No matter. You arrested all of them? Yes. Did you know this went far deeper than just refusing to pay the new tax? They actually wanted me dead. Well, only slightly. What do you know? I know that no one likes the fact that you imposed a new decree on your citizens, and I know the only way for you to be removed from power is for there to be an announcement of your death. So they were trying to kill me then? Not exactly. You see, only a public announcement of your death across the kingdom is needed to dethrone you. So really, you just had to look like you were deceased long enough for an article to be published. Leon... Go retrieve the prisoners. Yes, sir. You villain, embracing in such horrendous behavior is inexcusable. You tried to stage the death of his majesty. Well, stages are meant for comedy and tragedy, laughter and death. Without laughter, the unicorns will go into extinction. And without death, the unicorns will take control of the world. Am I right? He has a good point, sire. Yeah, but even baby unicorns born with pointy horns makes birth in that much more difficult. Extinction is inevitable, am I right? I never thought about it that way. Wait, wait a minute. Did you just... Did I hear... Were you ever part of the Salesman's Guild? Might have been an early career endeavor. Bravo, your majesty. I couldn't stop him, your majesty. He was using fancy words like evidence and, and barbarian. Not barbarian, I said librarian. My name is Dee Duncan of the Charlet Law Services, and I'm here to represent Deke Harvey. I'm qualified, and I have evidence showing that he did, in fact, renew his Salesman Guild license. <laughs> well, that's the least of his worries at this point. Now he's being arrested for the attempted staging of the death of the king. Well, there's no law against just staging a death now, is there? Actually, there is, but I submit that you have absolutely no evidence of this. Here they are, sire, as you requested, the leaders of the rebellion. Oh, dear. Corbin Moss, the lovely Miss Avery, and you. Henry. Deke here tells me that you were trying to fake my death so that I'd have my kingship removed. <sighs> That's right. And all it would take is a quick public announcement that I'd passed away? Is that where you came in, Miss Avery? That moment between us, was it all just a game? I'm sorry, we weren't looking to actually hurt you or anything. Maybe not me, but I'm assuming my guard poor Bellywax was your doing. You know, when he finally woke up, he went and checked himself into a clinic for a wine allergy remedy. <laughs> the thought of not being able to drink a good bottle of wine was just too much for him to bear. Thankfully, he wasn't walking sideways when he left out of here. <laughs> and Mr. Harvey, what's your role in all this? I'm just a salesman. A salesman that has a fully renewed license, I might add, and should have been arrested in the first place! Does that mean my purchase of the color blue is still valid? Of course. And a bargain, I tell you. Henry, what is that gonna do for you? Deke is a scam artist and he ripped you off! I don't know why you can't see that. That hurts, Corbin. Well, it's true, isn't it? I know what you're thinking, and you're right, I may be dumb, but I know you're only saying this now because the situation is getting to you and- No, Henry. Look, I'm sorry to put it so bluntly. Just, I just don't like seeing my friends scammed into buying useless stuff that- Wait a minute. He just makes it all sound so enticing. <laughs> 
Now hold on to one second. I've always given everyone fair prices. You're all making it sound like I'm some sort of villain here. I'm just a businessman, not a scoundrel. And every business transaction has fine print. Enough! All right. You all admit to being part of this, so therefore, I will give you several accommodating options. Wait! This certificate. This is brilliant. And fine options they are. Deke, I sincerely apologize for ever doubting you. Henry, this is the best purchase you've ever made. What is? This! Duncan, come here. Look at this document. Do you see that? Oh, is that really his signature? What's going on here? Well, King Amato, Henry here purchased the color blue a while back from our good friend Deke. She owns it. And according to this document, she's entitled to royalties whenever anyone displays the color, which includes every shade of blue you display in your castle. Royalty doesn't pay royalties! I'm afraid you're mistaken. Any such purchase that was sold and signed by this man, D. Carvey, is not valid. This purchase wasn't signed by Mr. Harvey, Your Majesty. It was signed by your predecessor, King Azul. Let me see that. And it clearly states that Henry is entitled to collect payments on anything that contains the color blue. Your castle is not exempt. Deke, you sold this to him? Where did you get it? Is it a forgery? Absolutely not. I attended King Azul's annual banquet years ago, and he would always sign autographs at the event. I presented this certificate to him, and he thoroughly looked it over and signed it. Leon, you were with King Azul before me. Is it really his signature? I'm afraid so, sir. It looks like he approved this certificate. And as my payment, I'd like to receive every bit of coin from the Decree 117 tax that you've collected. From all of the citizens, I'm going to give everyone their money back. (laughs) So you may arrest us now, but at least you won't be burdening the people with any more of this new tax of yours. (laughs) This is unbelievable. Everything in here is blue. I mean, I could take it all down or, or paint over some things, but I don't know how I'll ever fund my secret project now. We've already begun construction. If we stop midway, I fear we'll never get done. That's right. You can find some other way to build your secret weapon, but don't plan on it being paid for by the people. Secret weapon? Why does everyone keep using that word? That's what you're building, isn't it? No, I'm not building a weapon. Show them, Leon. Very good. This is my project. This school building here. It's not a weapon. Well, unless you consider a good quality education a weapon. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's a new school being built over in Werner. Honestly, I don't know much about being a king, so the first thing I did when I was crowned was listen to the complaints of you people. Number one was the lack of schooling opportunities in this kingdom. I do believe Miss Avery even wrote an article in the Kingdom Press on it. This would have solved the problems and allowed every child to receive a positive social education. Initial construction was started using the standard taxes, but it wasn't enough. 
I needed to enforce Decree 117 in order to finance the completion of this project. Corbin, with the new school, Kaylee wouldn't have to teach Oz at home anymore. I, I know, Henry. I, uh... Leon says this is indeed my predecessor's signature, so I shall meet your demands and I'll have your payment delivered immediately. Well, perhaps... Uh, we... Greetings, Your Majesty. Dobson! Look at you. Leon told me of your progress. He didn't mention that you'd be visiting today. Oh, he didn't know, sir. Just here to visit my mom for the day. I thought I'd come and see how things were in the palace while I was here. Dobson, you're alive! I don't understand that question. We thought you were arrested and being tortured in the castle dungeons? Well, that's just silly. It's true, I was arrested, but His Majesty offered me very accommodating options. Uh, options? Options, Mr. Moss. What age do you think we're living in? Torture? <laughs> Come on! His Majesty offered me a job in Werner as a project leader. It has been an extremely rewarding experience. Not only am I getting paid, but the work I'm doing is for something great. Well, Dobson, I have some unfortunate news. Corbin and his friends are putting the project to a halt. You see, they found a loophole and will be collecting all the funds received from Decree 117 and redistributing it back to the people. But I'm the one that advised you on that decree. I even named it. Henry, is this true? It wasn't my idea. You know, overall, I just don't get it. I don't blame you at all, Corbin. The, the problem is with the previous kings. In the past, amenities were funded with treasuries of other lands we conquered, so there was never much of a tax on the people. At all. And now, for the most part, war and battles aren't so prominent anymore, and I've inherited a land of citizens who are used to the idea that taxes are useless, and they only want to pay the bare minimum that was put in place years ago. I, I've seen the books. The majority of the citizens are wealthy and getting by fine. The tax laws indicate that the percentages are supposed to be based on the average income of everyone. It, it just doesn't make sense why they are set so low. The citizens are wealthy. I think the fish are the problem, sir. <laughs> The fish? Uh, the Aquatic Citizens Act. It states that all fish in the kingdom waters are- Citizens of the city, how can I have missed that? Well, that explains it. You mix in the zero income of thousands of fish with the high income of us land walkers, and that average don't look so hot. Well, I could just do away with the Aquatic Citizens Act and have the averages recalculated, so it's possible I could bump the taxes to the appropriate levels without actually imposing a new decree, but- that's still going to stir people up, I'm sure, and either way, you'll still be collecting your payment. Henry, I think you were right from the beginning. I was? Yes. Perhaps you could find a, another good use for the color blue instead of taking money from this new school. I agree. Oswaldo and Kaylee will be so excited! Of course, this doesn't change the fact that you tried to stage the murder of your king. I, uh... I hope you can see that this was all just a, a big misunderstanding. Look, if, if I had known what you were using the money for, I, I would have gladly paid. All of us would have. Yes. I was only given li limited details when I wrote the article. And you're right. Even if you overturn the Aquatic Citizens Act and recalculate the standard taxes due, it will stir people up. But maybe, if you don't keep what the money is going towards a secret, I can explain everything in a new article. Put you in a good light. Ruin the surprise? <laughs> um, to be fair, Your Majesty, it certainly got me on board once I knew what the project was. Exactly! Being king and leader of the land isn't about keeping secrets from the citizens, even if they're pleasant ones. Be transparent and the people will support you. Tell you what, Henry. 
If you allow the castle immunity from collecting royalties on our bluish items, I'll remove all charges from you and your friends. Really? Duncan, I can do that, right? You are the king, sir. Okay. Just, just checking. I'm still relatively new around here. Okay, sir. I declare that this castle is free from all fees on using the color blue. Wonderful. It's done! Now I can complete the construction of my massive mind-warping weapon! <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Come on. Leon, teach them a thing or two about humor, will you? Made a very good point, Estelle. How about an exclusive interview for your new article? Yes, let everyone know what you're working on. This will be great! I think it's time. How about over dinner tomorrow night? Join me in the palace dining hall. Without the wine this time, though, okay? Of course. Now all of you, get out of my sight before I send you to the torture chambers. Oh. Guys, I'm joking. Come on. It's a joke. It's super not clear. Just... Hey, uh, uh, King Amato, it... before I go, I just, um... I just want to thank you. I... I feel like an idiot. This could have ended so much worse than it did. Very true. You know, this new school's gonna have plenty of clocks throughout. I'll be in touch if any of them fail and need repairs. <laughs> hey, free of charge, sir. Oh, well, that's nice of you. And Leon, uh, I'm available to work on your witching clock whenever you feel like dropping it off. Good day to you both. See you later, Corbin. Leon, these recent events have got me thinking. Do you think that wise, sir? Ah. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice, Leon. Quick with the wit on that one. It wasn't uh, too much? It was on the border, but I'll let it pass. Just don't crack your jokes on me while others are around, or I'll, I'll replace your jester cap with guard Ermin's underpants. Ugh. Of course, sir. Mr. Moss was right. This could have ended very badly. I mean, he was a rather civilized man. A little careless, careless with his actions, but civilized nonetheless. Now, what if it hadn't been Mr. Moss? What if some unruly citizen came after me with the wicked intention of actually murdering me? Well, that would be tragic. Yes. I think going forward, I need to acquire a body double. Someone to fill in for me if we ever sense the, a dirty plot lurking about. What do you think? Well, that might be a good idea. I but knew it! Leon, I always took you for a coward. I would have never thought you'd step forward and volunteer for such a position. What? Me, sir? Look at us. We both have the same build, same features... Might have to do something about your face since you're not as handsome, but it's workable. But, but, but wait, I tell jokes. I'm no king replacement. Think about it. Let's say there was a successful assassination on me. I mean, I can't think of anyone who'd be more qualified to die in my place than you, Leon. I can. I can. I, I can make you a list. Are you saying you wouldn't die for me? Well, I'm Leon. The joke specialist, remember? I'm kind of liking the sound of Leon, the body double. Joke specialist. <laughs> body double. Uh, you know, crackers kind of body double. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next time as King Amato and Leon the Jester continue to argue about whether he should be a body double or a joke specialist. Thank you, everyone.
That concludes Act 2 of Kingdom, written and directed by Jonathan Cook. It was performed by Julian Diaz, Marion Thibodeau, Luke Romagnoli, Devin McSherry, Adelise Rivera, Adam Cowart, Rob Smith, Michael Silvio Fortino, Chris Bailey, Brandon Dawson, Chelsea Glass, Eric Odom, Carla Fishbach, and myself. Foley effects were all run by TJ McSherry, and the audio engineer for this event was Nick Laws. The live event you just heard was sponsored by Le Chat Noir Theater, The Augusta Players, T-Villain, All Equal Parts, Musical Theater Workshop, Chewing the Fat with Big Rob, Next Stage Press, New Play Exchange, and McSherry Studio. Thank you all for listening, and if you are associated with a theater and you would like to produce the play you heard today on your stage, send an email to gatherbytheghostlight at gmail.com. And if you'd like to have some cool Gather by the Ghostlight merchandise, t-shirts are available at the merchandise link in the show notes, along with the year one and year two books, which are also both available at Amazon. Intro and outro music, as always, is provided by artist JK47. And if you enjoy this podcast, maybe you're a longtime listener, or maybe this is the first episode you've ever heard. Let us know. Please leave us a rating or a review in all the places that you can. And also be sure to follow Gather by the Ghost Light on social media to stay up to date on new episodes. I'm Jonathan Cook. And as always, stay safe. And I'll see you next time we Gather by the Ghost Light. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.